And I will t- and I will tap the ham. <laughs> so did you say tap the ham? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gotta use that for sandwich. The ham's gotta be for sandwich. Are you, are you like you like the 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 overly aggressive seller in like the bazaar who's like smacking the ham? Just smacking like, the this ham? is a good ham. This you is a good tell. quality ham. And look at the way my fan, my hand just bounces back off that springy <laughs> ham. <laughs> I would love the quality of ham to be judged by how sort of rubbery it is. <laughs> it's elasticity. Yeah, it got a good yeah. elastic rebound. Yo, baby, you bounce this hammock, it'll bounce right back up to you like a basketball. What is the sound of one ham? One ham <laughs> what is the sound of, sound of one hand bouncing? Let me tell you about my family. I sell propane and propane accessories. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. I am Nimue, the Lady of the Lake. It's about as much as I know about Arthurian legend. Uh, but also, I play football. My name's Andy. I'm Austin. And I'm Rory. And and I just accepted a real forward pass here in Camelot. And I'm going to take it to the end zone. And we watched a show today. We did uh, watch a show me. that does it. Well, we did, we it, you 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 you're touching on the two on the two parts of this ham sandwich. We got on one, <laughs> you know, we ham about as much uh, about one as successfully has, as the show did. Yeah, one part's got Merlin and one part's got football. And if you like Merlin and football, then <laughs> Arthur and the Knights of Justice might just be your fucking gym jam. Oh, Rory, you <laughs> said my secret phrase. It's was it Jim King Jam Arthur or and the Arthur? Knights of Justice? I hoped it was Jim Jam. I really we're gonna wanted put some, it. We're going to put some Jim Jam in that ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the other part. One part ham, one part Jim Jam. That's the jam I get from my, my best friend Jim. <laughs> he brings me over his Jim Jam. <laughs> he grows his own strawberries. <laughs> Are we sure it's from a fruit? Well, Do we, we know? No, I don't, I, don't, I don't question the jam. Why would Jim lie? It's Jim. Why would Jim lie about his sweet jam? <laughs> Uh, this show, this show came out in the year 1992, the year of and, our Lord 1992, and it is called King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. And as is the case for so many of our specials, we knew nothing about the show save for having seen the bomb ass theme song uh, on one of our YouTube dives. Um, and I still think that might be the best thing about the show. Yeah, it's got it's got a it's got a bang and slap and slap and slap and <laughs> high, high high rock and roll tune. It's a real ham slapper. You can slap a ham on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a theme from uh, our cl- our classic composer Shucky Levy, who is who has done many a, many a tune. From yeah, the shows we've looked at. We still want to get him on the show. A hopeful <laughs> friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you, I did some, I did a bit of research on this show, and I kind of fell down a hole, uh, just oh, like good. Wikipedia surfing. So yeah, I didn't I, find I got a, a ton. So I have a, I have a. I have a brief uh, little little thing I want to tell you guys about. So this show is it was co-produced by three different companies, including a French company called C&D, a company called Bobot Productions, who is responsible for like extreme Ghostbusters and 
Mighty Max and a couple other things. And then also, yeah, B-O-H-B-O-T. Is this surname? But it sounds like robot. I don't know. That seems that seems like if it's a surname, they get a pass, even though it's a goofy ass (laughs) name. Yeah, they get it. They get a pass. But the third company that co-produced this show is the notorious Golden Films, uh, which made primarily like straight to VHS animated movies based on public domain properties, like right at the exact same time Disney was putting theirs out. So they were like riding Disney hype, putting out like Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and the Little Mermaid, but like the Kroger brand versions, like right before oh, so the Disney like movies the Asylum, came out. But for yeah. animated cartoons. Yeah. And okay. And so Disney tried to sue them, but eventually uh, uh, Golden Films won the lawsuit because it is public domain and Disney didn't have an, enough of a claim over it. But <laughs> I have to say, this is my favorite part about the whole show, is that this cartoon predates the Disney film A Kid in King Arthur's Court. And I don't know if you guys remember that movie coming out. Did you ever I watch it? A Kid I in King Arthur's Court, oh, but yeah. I don't remember if he played football. I don't. No, he, he played yeah. baseball. Oh, that's right. He was a baseball, he was a baseball boy. And I don't know if it was just Disney being salty about losing their lawsuit, <laughs> but the, but I don't know if it was retribution, but they were like, fuck you, we're doing our own Arthur thing with a, with a, a sport kid going back in time. Well, okay, so you know, there's a, a bit of a fun connection, though, with King Arthur and football, or with, with sports, I guess, is that, so I've been watching... American football and You're going to have to follow me, you're going to have to follow me on this, okay? Okay. I'll get there. But I've been watching a series right now with Adam Savage uh, from Mythbusters, and he's building a suit of King Arthur armor from the guy who designed them for the movie Excalibur. Okay. And the original designer, uh, Terry English, talked about the original designs of the King Arthur armor. He wanted the plates, the shoulder plates, to look really wide like American football players. So the original design of this of the Excalibur, a very iconic movie in the 70s, actually took some inspiration from American football as a way to sort of bring them in and have them be, I think, visually appealing to a Western audience. Okay, so what you're trying to tell me is that Arthur and the Knights of Justice was just reading the cultural zeitgeist and doing the thing we all wanted and, you know. Somewhere deep in our hearts, we wanted this Fuck melding yeah. of of football and Merlin and <laughs> and dragons and shit. Yeah, uh, I this show's butt fuck stupid. I, yeah. <laughs> this uh, show's the only, so dumb. <laughs> the only other thing worth mentioning is that one of the co creators of the show is is Avi Arad or however you say his name. Uh, yeah, who was the one of the co-founders or basically the founder of Marvel Studios and now works on the Sony side doing all like the Spider-Man content and Venom and stuff. So he's like a he was like a toy exec turned movie bigwig. So uh it's like that's like the only name of note attached to this show. Yeah, it's surprising that there is a noteworthy name in here because it does feel like this <laughs> show was written by football players for football players. <laughs> Maybe that's too you know like too mean to football players, you know? Cuz like this was Maybe. just written by dumb people. This was a, this was made by dumb people. The IQ of this show is so low. Well, I, so here's here's what I would say. I, I would say you hit you hit a full turn like a, a, a of the sort of male power fantasy when the if if what the if what the scrawny little boy who loves King Arthur wants is to be a powerful he wants to be a powerful knight, but he also wants to be a powerful football player. Right, those are kind of like the, the two kind. These are the two things he wants to be. He wants his the fantasy intersection self, of power fantasy, his ego and his id. Right, he has he has the thing he wants. He you know, and then he's just the thing that he truly desires. And and this show 
picked up what that boy was putting down and gave him gave him a full ha- a full <laughs> dose of a full dose of fantasy. And I I think I think that it is not good, but it's an interesting. It's <laughs> it's like a, it's the Saturday morning reach around, you know. Oh like, God! <laughs> it's like we know we know what you want. You're too ashamed to ask for it, so now you're you you're magic so, and you. So we'll you're do super it from behind, and you don't have to look at us. <laughs> you don't have you don't to, have to look at us in like, the face. You're gonna get all the women, and your shield conjures dragons, and you still get to hang with your boys, and you hang with the like, boys, <laughs> and you get you're, and you're great at football. You're so good at football. You don't even know how good you so, are you at know, this game. We looked at the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, which had a bunch of mostly ordinary yes. kids uh, suddenly becoming wizards and warriors and such. And I feel like this show is the opposite, is for a very different audience. I, I feel mm-hmm. like it's like, well, who's going to make the show for the for the dumb kids? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's going to make the show for the kids who don't like fantasy? Yeah. Um, and also are just kind of like sitting around and shouting words, monosyllabic <laughs> words. God. Uh, if you haven't gathered thus far, the basic premise of this show is that an entire football team, we're not sure what age these guys are. They could be college. They could be pro. They could be high I school. It's hard to tell. I think they're high school. I feel like they're high school. Yeah, I think so, too. And so these this whole football team is brought back in time to take the place of Arthur and all of his Knights of the Round Table uh, because Merlin. The main character is is, uh, is your boy, Arthur King. His name is Arthur <laughs> King, <laughs> which, you know, I think somebody thought they were really clever for coming up <laughs> with. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's basically what we're dealing with, and we should probably we should probably start talking about the first episode, huh? Yeah, let's jump on in. Let's dive right in. <laughs> and then, from the field of the future, a new king will come to save the world of the past. Okay, lords and ladies, uh, <laughs> we are jumping into our first episode of King Sorry, Arthur and the Knights of Justice. I'm this the lady is... of the lake. I just that's I just, right. You know, I just want to be clear about that. I, 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 you know, I don't want to forget the canon that we've established. Right, we got some team. continuity here. Um, <laughs> so everybody and Rory's and and Andy are included in that because uh, of continuity. Um, we're looking at the first episode of King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. This is episode one. Of season one, the opening kickoff, because it's foot, because like football. football, it's like football. Uh, it's like oh, football. I just got it. And here's the synopsis: When King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table are defeated by the warlords, and then Queen Guinevere is later <laughs> captured by the foes, the wizard Merlin recruits a group of football players and their equipment manager from the present day to protect Camelot and save the queen. Yeah, I mean, anybody can edit those IMDb summaries, so... Yeah, it wasn't a winner. I'm sorry about that, people. (laughs) But neither is this show, really. Um, (laughs) The beginning of this show begins with a grim look at a weird past, uh, at a world without King Arthur. We're looking at Camelot and Sad Merlin, who is protecting a seemingly empty Camelot from 
a bunch of angry invaders with cars. They do have cars, people. I, it's just, it's it's everything that you remember from reading those old Arthurian legends. It's Lord <laughs> Viper on a fanged horse <laughs> leading troops who are driving metal cars that shoot axes like bullets. So, like, it's everything that you've <laughs> come so to good. love. It's everything. <laughs> everything you remember is all just really faithfully recreated tale in this show. This time. <laughs> like... If history class was like this, I probably would have passed. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want... if they, if my teacher would have let my drawings count as homework. <laughs> <laughs> and so Merlin, Merlin is having trouble defending Camelot and keeping the invaders and Lord Viper from stealing Lady <laughs> Queen Guinevere. And then stealing the queen and they do, they do just get in the castle and just snatch up a queen. Yeah. (laughs) They send their like guy in a flying suit. It's like Starscream, right? Yeah. uh, uh, Blackwing. Blackwing. Right. Right. Of course. Yeah. So Blackwing who, who has wings, (laughs) armor wings, cause that works. Um, just goes, picks up the queen and just goes back home. And (laughs) that's the last straw for Merlin. He's snatch her up. He's lost everything, and apparently King Arthur and all of his knights of the round table are trapped. They're trapped in the cave of glass. We don't get which, any information about that. No, like it's at a all. Very, apparently a very good cave. <laughs> it's really doing the job because they're not really thinking about getting them back. That's that's no. not really a, a discussion topic. They're effectively dead. <laughs> yeah, it's completely off the table. Yeah, uh, but what's also, on the table uh, is you know. the round table. <laughs> oh, but I, I just I had the, such a good transition. But say it the was thing a good you transition. Say, oh, great. Well, I'll just pick up. I'll pick up that football and keep running with it. You just did that little lateral over to me, the lady of the lake, and I'm going to give you a sword <laughs> for that. Thank you very much. Uh, so <laughs> right when so they get they get Queen Guinevere and. Right when he gets her, Lord Viper lets loose like the most by the books evil laugh I've ever heard in a cartoon. <laughs> to Castle Morgana! But Merlin is Merlin's super depressed. Like he fucked up. He has ruined everything. He was not able to save anybody. And uh, that's when. Uh, who is that's this when woman? He does who shows time up? magic. We don't know. It looks like She Ra, the princess of power. <laughs> uh, uh, but I guess crossover. it's not. Uh, it's just some woman who we don't know about, and she's mm-hmm. like a hologram, and she's like, you need to find new knights through time. Go find some new people who are, who are just as cool as your old there's, king. There's 12 good men in the future. Go get them. Find, find the 12 good men somewhere in time. And here, here's the thing. Merlin is old. Okay, and you know how old people use the internet, you know, <laughs> and they just sort of do a very simple, like, uh, hot, you know, hotbot search. They do a Lycos <laughs> search, Alta Vista, for King Arthur for, for good men. I'm just saying, I'm saying Merlin did a time search for King Arthur Knights, and this is what he found was yep. a team called the Knights with Arthur King as the quarterback of the team. I gotta say, they're kind of endearing in like a really dumb way. Like, yeah, they're, we don't, we, they're all nice guys. There's no, there's no like, uh, I don't know. No star, they are there's no bullying the equipment manager. 
Yeah. They're on a bus. They're bullying each other. Arthur tells the the scared driver to go around the dangerous uh, cliff road <laughs> shortcut in the middle of a storm. I don't like. Yeah, these the drivers just taking orders from a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come well, on! We gotta get to New York. Let's not forget the token black football player who speaks in rhymes. Like, yeah. Like this is this is a there's strange... some not great tokenism going on. <laughs> there was a funny line though. I thought uh, so. This is jumping ahead a little bit when they've all got their armor masks on. Um, <laughs> there, there, there's a sort of token nerd, and and he he at first speaks in this sort of in this sort of uh, squeaky nerd voice. He's like a Woody Allen impression almost. <laughs> but but then the reveal is he takes off his mask because uh, and then talks totally normally, and I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Like he's putting it on. Well, yeah, that like the mask was sort of making it was like I don't know pushing against his nose or something makes right. it makes him a little nasal. If here's the thing, if you are confused by voices sounding similar, about half of the characters are all like voiced by the same voice actors. The like yeah. the main knights don't have unique actors. They have like I'm looking at the it looked like uh, Scott McNeil voices like three of them. Michael Donovan voices at least two of them. Mark Hildreth mm. voices two or three of them. So they, they're they kind of all doubled up. I mean, that's about uh, as much individualism as they have, too. I mean, these characters exactly, aren't yeah. drawn in any particular way. They're, we only really meet, like, Arthur and maybe you could say Lance and uh, and Trunk. And Trunk, <laughs> like Sir Trunk. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Trump. so that's the thing is that is that with with the accession of Lancelot, I mean, it's they did not do any new character building. So basically, if the character existed in Arthurian legend, they've got a little bit to go on. If mm-hmm. they didn't, like Sir Breeze or Sir Tone, yeah. you know, they've added just <laughs> nothing to this character. They're just kind of a right. voice bot. Well, I think Breeze yeah. is the one who rhymes. So at least you know they, they made some rhyming. sort of effort in a bad way. Uh... <laughs> So, so hold on. So, so let's try to walk through it here. So, um, Merlin pulls the team, the team is playing a game and then they win the game and then they're on this tour bus in the storm and they run off the road because Arthur's garbage suggestion to save time by taking the (laughs) dangerous cliff road shortcut. I kind of like that. He's trying to save time. That is a fun pun. That's like kind of smart and cool. Is that the oh, one clever Rory. thing that happened the entire episode? <laughs> I think oh, yeah, you're, you're forgetting, oh, you're forgetting about I how the did. quarterback's name is Arthur King. So. And that, yeah, that's all the right clever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two I clever like things. how much time they took setting this up, though. Even though it's, I I agree, I agree. With yeah, that. it is not five minutes into the episode, and they've got all their armor and cool stuff. It's almost yeah. over by the time they transform. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And and the way that happens is they run off the road and there's some weird magical sparks happening and they bounce around through the woods and they go through the tunnel. I kind of half expected uh, Jadeite to be there stealing another <laughs> school bus of kids uh, through some, through some <laughs> spooky <laughs> light portal. Uh, uh, and then this they ca- was a very <laughs> Sailor Moon kind of show, though. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, they platform nine and three quarters through a wall at the end of a long tunnel right. and then... Uh, uh, no, you don't. No, you uh, it again. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like wizard stuff. I'm sorry. Well, like they, uh, stuff. Sorry, but they, 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 well, they uh, very much don't Harry Potter reference through a wall at the end of a tunnel. 
and uh, they're absorbed by some spooky light, and then all of the players, all these, all these kids, land at the round table, suddenly wearing period-appropriate clothing. That's right. And that's that's kind of fun. Like they're already I, dressed I just, for the occasion. I just want to want to question Merlin's decision, though, to really bring in just kind of a team of football players as <laughs> the best the best possible choice. Like they had a lot of similarities, superficial similarities. So so to be clear, you're taking issue with the premise. I'm I'm taking issue with Merlin's <laughs> choice of all the people that he can bring in through time. It's just some guys who are trained in doing doing football. <laughs> well, and the other fun thing that also makes me think about the dungeon master from Dungeons and Dragons is that apparently Merlin is such a good wizard that he can bring them here back through time, but they're going to need the keys of truth to get home. It's like, you fucker, you can send them home <laughs> if you want. You just won't. Like, <laughs> this is some dungeon master bullshit again. That's right. fair. That's a fair criticism. So. Here, here's what here's my other thing that I take issue with, especially on Merlin's side. Um, to be clear, I'm not on Merlin's side of this. I'm, I'm <laughs> mad at Merlin. I'm mad at the things he's done. He brings in these kids and immediately he appears and tells them what's going on. And they're initially pretty skeptical of what's happening until he brings up Guinevere and she shows a he shows a picture of Guinevere captured and everybody uh. gets all looped up. And like real excited to go rescue this piece of meat, basically well, that well, Merlin has dangled in front of them. Arthur gets all lubed up. The the other guys are like, "Yeah, that's you. That's your queen." And we're like football players, so you, we, they're a little bit more of a tough sell on this premise. And I Arthur's like that. Arthur's instantly like, "Ooh, dibs." Arthur's dibs, rock dibs. hard for this lady, which I think yeah, was. We're supposed to think that there's some sort of connective tissue between them and their and their Arthurian counterparts because him and Lance are the only ones who give a shit about Guinevere. And if you right. remember your if you remember your legend, I Lance, do. Lance takes us to Bone Town. <laughs> he does like to Lance a lot. <laughs> it's really it feels weird because it's not clear that they are the same. They're not. No, it is. They're not really reincarnations and. And it is not clear at all. And it does feel very weird and forced. Well, you are 100% and this right. is this is my biggest issue with the show, because it is well established that the real King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table are somewhere and they are trapped. And it's just that these kids are here and maybe there's some magic making them look like the real people. But I they're don't essentially, think so. <laughs> they're essentially taking the place of they're acting in proxy. And these fuckers are going to fill in with the girlfriends like. The bad, these guys are like the, the King Arthur's getting cucked and he doesn't even know it by a bunch of like teen quarterbacks. Like it's, it's, there's a line, there's a line in the character bio here for Guinevere. And it says she often wonders about the change in Arthur's demeanor and manner of acting unaware of the whole truth. She oh, often shit. wonders. She gets revenge yeah. of the nerds. That's fucking nasty. They've been, it's so they've nasty. Gaslighting he her just the whole he, time. Yeah, he just never says he's from the future to her. That's fucked up. It's, it's so, so fucked, fucked up. up. And yeah. I also just need to say for a second that I'm sorry for keeping to use the word word cuck it's just like it's one of those it's, things like when austin kept saying bazinga it's like it's like it's funny in an ironic way but now it's entered my vocab now you're just saying just, it now you're now just saying it. It. now it i'm just a cuck you. guy like i say cuck now like this is this I is a problem I, I, I would really wish you did who says who says cuck cuck, cuck. cuck you got bazinga yourself <laughs> <laughs> austin 
We, two wrongs don't make a right. You can't bring Bazinga back. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't think Merlin's totally not culpable in this moment. I mean, I know he is, but like he also shows them that picture of Guinevere and is basically like, this woman is the look best this, thing the human race hot, has this, ever this done. hot slam piece that yeah, you can get like, the phone down on. Look at on. how hot Guinevere is. And she's, she's <laughs> and just she's sitting around. Like, <laughs> you need to get her. Like, you need to go get that. She's keeping it tight, dog. Are those really the only stakes? Like, is that... <laughs> Is that all that's like, are they subjugating other people? Like, are they doing bad stuff? It's literally just like, Lance and Arthur want to have a threesome and I'm there for it. They- hot lady. <laughs> uh, okay. Now the only other noteworthy thing that happens that I need to bring up that we have to talk about is their transformations because it is so funny. Is there, uh, yeah, their other uh, magical girl transformations. Yes. yes. And they become such big beef creatures. And <laughs> they've they really got do. these individualized weapons and themes and colors. And one of them like gets a car and some horses show up and they get armor. Like, why are the horses and the, and in the horses here? have guns? They've got like missile launchers <laughs> yeah, on the, the horse. horses have like cruise missiles on them. <laughs> like, this is some serious shit. And then they all just start chanting, knights, knights, oh. knights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yes that is their favorite chant that is their team chant is they say knights a lot knights 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 it's so out of place they just get so high on each other's just masculine musk and they just <laughs> just, just, just yell knights 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 like at every possible opportunity and I'm I'm there for it. I kind of like that a lot. Like it, you know, if we're going to sh- just kind of own that this show is about a bunch of testosterone monsters, then, you know, it yeah. is. <laughs> the the thing that I would have liked to see though is I wish that there was more spent playing with this concept. Like if they're going in on this to see more of the confusion, to see more of them like getting used to actually living in a castle and being knights and having swords mm-hmm. and not knowing anything about because so we've we've looked at this before with other transformation shows is the how much knowledge these characters now have with their persona, their new powers with, sure with their new powers right and they yep. t- merlin talks a little bit about like now you will know some things <laughs> i guess uh enough to avoid any kind of plot snafus but yeah, but I mean, as we, we see next episode, they clearly don't know how their shields work yet. Like, right. it's all going to be kind of an accident. They, they've they've not been given the instruction manual. <laughs> no, but in some ways, King Arthur or Arthur King knows stuff now <laughs> and he's just chill about it. Some things he's totally fine with. Some things he's not. And we get no time of like, whoa, this is crazy. A dragon just came. I just rode on a dragon. He's just chill about it. Yeah. And so there's no time. I would have loved to see them try to set up like just try to do football tactics and be like, oh, no, that doesn't work. Or like some kind of adjustment. Let's pull a QB QB sneak. Right. Some there's no adjustment period. And that would be a fun problem to see them work through and not just uh, they got it now. Now they're the Knights of Justice. It would be really fun to see football players actually trying to do football in like a in like a war, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, I want to uh, see Arthur sh- call an audible. Yeah, but short of that, <laughs> these guys just this. Well, and the action is so low budget. There's really not it's really no good, hard there's to no follow. good fight. There's no good fight, and yeah, it's hard to follow. The nonsense is is just uh, is not. Fun. What do, what do we call this nonsense? Uh, 
Camelot this nonsense. Horsey, I, horsey I, nonsense. Horse nonsense works for me. <laughs> yeah, I had night because, nonsense. I think. Well, <laughs> horse nonsense works for me because we have like one brief battle at the end of this episode where they fight some of uh, Lord Viper's warlords. And basically it looks like they win if they knock them off their horse. It's like as soon as the bad guys off their horse, they lose all will to live. Like, <laughs> like they just sit there like they're in a penalty box. Well, it's a convenient way to not have to kill anybody. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, or to uh, even use their weapons, really. I mean, yeah. the weapons shoot things so you can just kind of have explosions <laughs> instead of actual, like, melee combat. Um, So Arthur gets what I would consider pretty fucking baller armor. With butt? With He's got his high and tight on the butt. Uh, <laughs> it's but, supposed um, to look gold, but it, it, it they color it like lemon yellow. <laughs> it's bright lemon <laughs> yellow. Uh, I would say, but everybody else kind of looks pretty dorky. Uh, yeah. So, well, one guy kind of looks like a double dragon ripoff, and that one I thought was pretty fly. Yeah, I kind <laughs> of like Lancelot's look that has the two color. There's like a black side uh, pauldron that goes mm-hmm. down. That's kind of cool. Lancelot's a weird one, though, because he has Lance in the name. But I feel like Lancelot mostly used a sword. Yeah. Uh, and they yeah. just kind of heard the name and were like, Lance. Okay. Wait, and such a guy it, named Brick. I guess he has hey, bricks Brick. on the front of his <laughs> armor. It's such an odd include to like for a children's cartoon. Uh, the Lancelot character. I mean, he's, he's, he's iconic and the name is well known. But he's well known for doing. The only thing most people know about Lancelot is that he boned down tough. That he cucks King Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, your delivery of that phrase is like like kiss kiss delicious, <laughs> bone down tough. I I'm sorry, I just needed to I needed to process for a second. Please continue. So just every time every time that Arthur and Lancelot get like they get so horn dog for each other about saving Guinevere, and they're just like they're just both just. Suits. <laughs> It's so weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, but I guess they're just they're just they're just relying on the hope that kids are, don't know any better. The kids are sweet, are sweet innocent tweens who who have who have yet to discover the 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 ways of the internet. Yeah, I mean most kids, but like I knew a couple people in middle school who like had memorized all the Lord of the Rings lore from the Silmarillion. Like, kid, there's definitely some kids who are gonna know. Oh, is there a bunch of fucking in that one? Because I haven't read it. No, I just mean like people because there there are definitely a few kids that dive deep. Oh, that that know that know that know that Lancelot fucks. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember where you were? How old you were when you learned Lancelot? When you learned that. (laughs) (laughs) Mob. The kids at school say Lancelot fucks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. You guys know how. You guys know how I live like I live like a. I live like a pretty. A pretty, a pretty normal nine to five life, right? Yeah, sure. How I live, anyone I live, would say I live, that. I live, yeah, you wouldn't even need to say it. But when five o'clock hits, when five o'clock hits, and, and, and I don't have to drink my daytime juice anymore, <laughs> and I get to, and I get to sw- switch over to night juice, <laughs> and we have a, we have a, we've got a great new sponsor, uh, a maker of, a maker of the night juice that I think, that I think Austin knows a little bit about. Austin, can you tell everybody about Wolfpack Wine? <laughs> yeah um, I know so much about Wolfpack Wine They've been sponsoring me for years uh, They've been sponsoring my Secret expeditions um, oh. Into the into the bushes At night 
<laughs> um, this is uh, all of the time when uh, I need to be away from my friends and my roommates and, and uh, my family members. And uh, when I don't tell and anybody, just be in a bush. When you, when, you, when you need to go off and be in a bush at night and not tell anybody, uh, Wolfpack Wine is there for you. Uh, it comes in a convenient six pack of Capri Suns. Uh, that are labeled as Capri Sun. You can buy the whole wolf pack. <laughs> and uh, each each pack of wine um, is there. Uh, it's very discreet. Um, you can you can slurp it down on the go when you're traveling, uh, and when you just need to get incredibly shit-faced drunk into in a bush, <laughs> uh, sitting alone in a bush uh, where your your landlord can't see you. Um, so. Uh, that's that's been a, a great treat. Uh, you'll love all of their flavors. Uh, they've got <laughs> Kiwi Blaster, uh, Too Many Grapes. <laughs> they've got uh, the Red Power. Um, they've got uh, White Blitzer and D- and that... Wolf Blitzer. They have also <laughs> two flavors: White Blitzer and Wolf Blitzer. What's the flavor of Wolf Blitzer? <laughs> it's kind of smells like. Uh, Sherman tanks, and old newspapers, and Bush, and the Bush, which of course <laughs> you can't. You have to include the the there, Andy. Other the the that's the most no, important the it, in the, in the I thought it was more provocative if I just left the the out. <laughs> I want to thank all the great people at Wolfpack Wine for for sponsoring me for free all of my travels into the nighttime bush when I just got to get really really upset and drunk. Alright everybody, we're back with King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, with Arthur King and the Knights of Justice. <laughs> we're on episode two, A Knight's And I'm Quest. the Lady of the Lake, I just want to make and sure Andy's nobody still the Lady that. of the Lake, and that's the only theme of this episode, <laughs> is that Andy is the Lady of the Lake. Our theme is how we're so good with continuity. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, you know, people, people forget if we don't keep mentioning it, so. <laughs> if I don't keep saying it, how will the people know? <laughs> So we're on episode two of Knight's Quest. Having repelled the warlords once, the Knights of Justice continue to make their way with Merlin's help toward where Morgana holds Guinevere. Morgana is aware that King Arthur and his Knights of Justice are still imprisoned, so those approaching are strangers. Oh, so Arthur and his Knights, not the Knights of Justice. The original Arthur and his Knights. King, ah. real, real King Arthur, not Arthur King, and his Knights are still in the Lost Caves. They're still in those caves of glass. <laughs> So the new guys are strangers. She succeeds in capturing Lance and Trunk, causing Arthur to travel to her castle to rescue them as well, which is where he was going to already rescue Guinevere. So that's, yeah. I would call that a poor planning from um, Morgana's part, at least when it comes to adding work to <laughs> to mm-hmm. for, for King Arthur. That was, I would say, low, low stakes on that one. Yeah. I would so... have taken them somewhere far away. Right. Wouldn't that be the, that's That's the move. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere very much else. Rory, you'd be such a good villain. I'd be such a good Morgana is what I would be, but I'm not. Because only Andy is the Lady of the Lake, and I'm just yep. me, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are nothing. I'm a, I'm a fucking fae creature, a, a lady who gives swords. 
I'm a lady who gives people swords. Lord Viper finds out that Arthur is alive, and he thinks it's the real Arthur, and he's like, what? But I have him in that super good cave. And yeah, look, buddy, we're confused, too. <laughs> but Guinevere, <laughs> Guinevere is like, oh, thank God, Arthur's alive, and I'm just sitting here going, like, it's not your husband. He's been, like, being John Malkovich. He, you, you, your husband's gonna get cucked. Cucked? <laughs> And the worst part is that the cave of glass, he can see through it. He can watch from his glass prison. Oh, she bones that And she takes that sweet high school boy to to to, to Bone Castle. Yeah, it's so it's just look, the levels of to problems castle, here. To castle bone. Yeah, it's 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 a multi-part issue of of problematic propensity. Um it's bad. It's really bad. This dynamic is. is bad. It actually it makes me very upset. <laughs> uh, let's see. So they they kind of they find a weird red tree. They get attacked by the warlords again. One of them has like a big halberd that shoots bullets out of it and launches the end like a rocket. And another one just has a giant bone that he swings around like a club. I I still don't really get the theming on these warlords, but they all have their own thing going on. But one um, of them has, so than the has do. bare hands for his weapon, and it's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Just has hands that are bear's hands. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, hi, I have hands that are bear's hands. And uh, don't fuck with me. Please don't You're fuck really with me. You're not going to use a, a bear arms, <laughs> right to bear arms kind of kind of situation there. Yes. <laughs> just pluck that low fruit. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The lowest fruit tastes the sweetest. <laughs> oh, so, all right. There's some there's some weirdness that we learn about Excalibur, which essentially is just a giant Deus Ex Machina that is also a, a phone where he can just talk to Merlin whenever he wants. Um, yeah. The thing is, I I wish I wish Excalibur was more of a like real sword that we got more time with. It being, I don't know, a tangible thing. You he, know, didn't even, like, he didn't even have to go talk to me to get it. No, the lady of the lake. That's you. That's me. Um, <laughs> no, he's got it, I guess, as like a phantom weapon in his chest, in his armor. It's I just with Excalibur being so important. I, I, yeah, it'd be nice if it was like a tangible thing, like a master sword that's just sitting in a pedestal or he's got to lift it. Like, that's the Arthur thing. That's how you know yep. you're Arthur. Lift the sword, just <laughs> do the fucking thing, man. Everybody knows how good do. he is at lifting. It's such he a takes it out of stones. It's like your thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So there's a, there's a fight that breaks out, and Lord. Yeah, Viper this one's can... peak nonsense. Well, the well, the first one, for all of its goofiness, kind of kept the plot pretty tight. Mm-hmm. This one is just them walking around, kind of vaguely on their way to to Morgan Morgana's castle. Right. And I, I honestly kind of thought that there would be less fighting. Like every time a fight would break out and then end, I'd be like, cool, we got our fight out of the way for the episode. But there were like there were like five, I want to say, like five separate fights that happened and they were all pointless. Um, well, yeah, because there's not really an arc for the there's there's not. It's just it's a string of fights and then some things right. happen. It's not it's not a, a it's, crafted story. It's more like a D&D game than the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon was, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're it just, is. We're, we're bad just DM. Good. Yeah, bad DM who has no story. It's just like, and then there's more orcs. And you're like, cool, fight again. 
and you just keep going until you get the item at the end, or I guess the woman at the end here. Uh, also, we get Merlin who pops up and explains why he chose you athletes, as he says. He comes in and he says, I chose you athletes because you know how to solve problems with your courage and strength. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that that just, that's it. That's that's why athletes, that's the only thing that applies to athletes. Austin, are you trying to say that athletes aren't courageous and, and strengthy? I'm, I'm just saying, you know. In in my theater department, I learned fencing uh, for a scene, and I and so had to solve you could many say problems I'm a with my of the sword. You could say I studied the blade because I'm scared of so many things. I frequently have to use my courage to solve problems. Whereas these big, strong, burly men are not ever challenged by their fear of the unknown. They they really they go aren't, cuck though. whatever 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 king they please. <laughs> they go out and cuck. They just go out and cuck whoever they want. <laughs> oh no! I've ruined this. This is podcast. really becoming a thing for us. It needs to for these young, these young high school twinks this. who've come back, who've come back, and who've come back in time to bone down. <laughs> <laughs> show should change in this show's name to being John Kukovich. Um, the thing about the next part is that I don't understand it. Which is a very pert happily way of saying what I was trying to say, but <laughs> that's that's true. Arthur decides he has to go alone, and I I never understand that decision from a story perspective almost ever, but especially time, no. here. Why does he have to he, go alone? He so he the 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 castle's way up high, and I guess he can't get to it, but he can summon a dragon, which I mentioned before, and he's super unfazed by it. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, dude, I can whip a giant dragon out and it's like not a big deal for me. I'm going to ride it. I'm going to fly a dragon for the first time <laughs> and just go about my business. And then two minutes later, he's in the cave by himself talking to Merlin on the sword. And Merlin's like, you have a magical sword and you can open rocks. And he's like, I must be dreaming. I uh, an open rocks with a sword. That's the thing. That's the thing that gets you, not the golden dragon you flew. You fucking well, flew a dragon. Lemon dragon, really. Yeah, but. He, flew a, <laughs> he flew a lemony dragon. <laughs> Look, maybe maybe it's like, have you guys ever been in a situation where like suddenly something cool happens and you get into like a really neat situation that you've been trying to be in for a while and you don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. You're like, yeah, cool. This is just another day. I'm just going to play this really cool. Maybe that's how he was trying to deal with the dragon. Like he knows Mer Merlin's watching and he doesn't want to like, holy shit, look a like dragon. An idiot, like a teenage idiot. That's fair. <laughs> uh, we get the, the kind of contractually obligated conversation that you have to have in everything from Mummies Alive to whatever, where like Arthur and Merlin are like, Oh, I saw that on television. And he's like, what? <laughs> television? What's television? And you're like, I don't, we didn't need this moment to happen, but apparently this is, this is just like what you do when you and write yeah, a Merlin cartoon like this. Yeah, Merlin knows what football is, but he doesn't know what television <laughs> is. <laughs> but he, he utters this line, which again is just like really trophying this woman. He says, yeah. come on, my boy, let's move. The most beautiful girl in the world is waiting for you. It's like, yeah, he's again dangling her like a piece of meat. <laughs> yeah, like a piece of spongy ham, <laughs> like a really bouncy ham. Not just like, hey, look, a human being is is in prison. You better better lick your lips. Get ready for kissing. Get ready to kiss those lips. <laughs> oh. You little horn dog, you horny little boy. And then and there's just there's 
if we if you thought there was already a bunch of horse nonsense in this episode, and well, then they get bat nonsense because he has this whole showdown with a flying bat monster that adds nothing. Uh, no. Well, uh, well, it does. Okay. You're yeah, you're right. So he he's he's like flying around on the bat. It's picked him up. He's trying to like cut the bat with a sword, and it doesn't work because I don't know if it's a robot bat or what is going on. But <laughs> he's screaming. The bat is screaming. <laughs> one point and they land on the ground and he goes in to stab the bat and he can't do it he can't kill the bat which you know, i guess we're supposed justice, to take away which, like you know he has compassion for living things i guess I, it's the one character trait we've seen anything of with arthur well you know he's horny well yes yeah, <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> He's trying to blast. But so is Merlin, too. I mean, part of that is just like (laughs) Merlin's also into it. He's like, Merlin's his hype man. You know, Merlin's (laughs) been like, oh, man. Oh, dude, you're going to get you're going to get deep in that. (laughs) (laughs) I just want Arthur to say, like, Merlin, calm the fuck down. (laughs) Don't want to to live vicariously through me. How hard you're going to bone this lady, dude. It's really like Guinevere. Let's see what what else what else is interesting that happens. Uh, There's a, a battle with Arthur and Blackwing and and Wolverine or whatever the, the uh-huh. bear bear arm bear guy. Hand. He's right got to the bear Wolverine arms. claws. Oh, oh, sorry. Well, hold on, hold on. Knight to bear arms. Does that work? Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. That's very yeah, good. Just the sound of plucking that plucking that low <laughs> tasty fruit. Lady of the Lake. Uh, so Lord Viper gets really pissed that Arthur wins again and. <laughs> Blackwing comes back and he's like, he's he, like, you can tell Lord Viper is just like genuinely confused and mad because he's like, hold on, Arthur made of flesh, Excalibur <laughs> made of steel, you apparently are made of stone, <laughs> Blackwing. <laughs> yeah. so I guess Blackwing's made of stone and stone breaks steel every time Does and it? stone can crush flesh. So it's you like know he's how like he makes steel tools to, <laughs> yeah, to break stone. It's just, it's like he's abstracted the whole villain thing into rock, paper, scissors, and it's just stone, flesh, steel, and this is how he strategizes. And, and it's, it's wrong. It's, it's deeply wrong. It's rocking his world that it doesn't work. <laughs> so I guess what happens after that is is Arthur finds Trunk and Lancelot and Guinevere mm-hmm. and frees them and... I mean, they kind of just sort of walk around for a while, <laughs> well, and Trunk summons a ram. We we gotta drop in another another quote because Trunk says, "Oh man, this place stinks worse than Phil's sneakers." It is the stench of evil you smell, Sir Trunk. <laughs> that's right. You know? No, no, I'm pretty sure that's not evil. It's probably just stanky in here, but <laughs> <laughs> probably just with the real smell of real people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, but what about this ram? Yeah, trunk trunk summons. I guess so. I guess they can all summon an animal. It's. I guess it's. It's more like Digimon than I thought. <laughs> because yeah, they, all they can summon. all summon a personal animal, and they all gotta find their own like key or badge or crest or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to say in order for um, them to go home. So it is kind of Digimon if we think about it. <laughs> There's a scene that's so funny when you talk about when he when he gets to Gwen when Arthur gets to Guinevere. And, you know, because we, we've been talking about her like a like a trophy piece of meat. And and it, the first thing he does is she's standing on about a six inch ledge 
and he picks her up and takes her down like <laughs> like like she, she's so incapable of taking action that this this tiny little pedestal that she's literally on has totally foiled her ability to escape god oh it's so, it's so bad they they do the ladies so wrong in the show um so they win yeah they have a fight around a chasm and the bad guys end up falling down the chasm it's very they funny die. They just kind of, you know, are foiled at the bottom of the chasm. I mean, one of the guys can fly, so I don't know. Well, they're off their horses. They're not on their horses, so they've lost and they have to go back. (laughs) Right. By that logic, yes. They're done. They're done for the day. They got to go rehorse somewhere. Um, And they win. They go back to Camelot. And one of the most wacky sequences of events that I've ever seen in a cartoon occurs. This is nuts. So first of all, Guinevere first and Elaine all, have a really uncomfortable conversation. That is true. Aren't the knights acting most strangely since their return? No more strangely than my husband, Arthur, acts. He speaks and acts in ways that are not those of the Arthur I know. And yet my eyes see my Arthur, and my heart knows how generous his heart is. Perhaps it's because of the war. I would change too if I had to fight against the warlords of evil. I guess war just changes people. <laughs> So if they all thought that the the knights are the same old knights, so there really was historically then the Sir Wally <laughs> and Sir Breeze and Sir Lug and Sir Trunk. And Sir Toad. Toad and Sir Trunk. Trunk. Sir Toad. That's, they just replaced them? Like, that's it? That's who they were? Famous or they just kind of like side character, Sir Trunk. Just like, oh, I don't know, the boys. I never learned their names. But they sure <laughs> look like boys, so that's all I know. That's good enough for me. Good enough for me. I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Merlin commits crimes now. And okay, this is Mer- this is the time for Merlin's crime. <laughs> Who are you? Merlin's high wizard crimes. Are, are you? Are you Sir Breeze? <laughs> this is the time for Merlin's crime. <laughs> uh, first of all, he says, "But tonight is a night for celebration." I believe your terminology is party on. <laughs> is that the Which crime? Conjures, it sure is. It that's sure is, Merlin. That's a crime. It's like a. It's like some serious Bill and Ted moment that is just falling on the. It, it does not work. It is not funny, and it doesn't play. Party on's from uh, not Bill and Ted. It's from. No, Moon's I know, World. I know. I it, it made me think of of the way it, that it's uh, still. That it's, oh, it's still okay, is okay. very yeah. Is very uh, Bill and Ted in okay. In that. Okay, I have your points. I don't need points. You can take them back. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. The last thing he does is he he leans in conspiratorially to to Arthur King and he says, I brought some friends who'd love to meet you. I believe you call them cheerleaders. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That happened. And then cheerleaders walk into the room in sort of a conga line. Because the kid at home, the kid, the kid at home, just like blasting it to this show is already like, oh yeah, yeah this I'm dude's so big. good, I'm so good at football. Oh god, I'm yeah, a knight in Arthur's court, and now he's like, oh, I get to bang the cheerleaders. Oh god, this is just is like a trifecta. We've just, we've- yeah, this old pimp has brought in several young nubile women. <laughs> That is literally all Berlin does. 
<gasps> oh my god. And the episode ends with all of them so excited, just once again chanting, Knights, 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 we are gonna fuck! <laughs> we get to fuck. We get to fuck. Knights, 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 Knights. Oh god. What so a disaster. something I kind of thought of too is 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 Arthur King his 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 his, his 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 uh his bone target is 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 Guinevere the the wife of his like past self basically in a t- in some sort of weird you know temporal temporal thing it's a little Oedipal, right like he's fucking uh-huh. his his sort of time mom I'm in gonna fuck my time mommy <laughs> <laughs> cool your jets McFly cool your jets McFly <laughs> man and then he writes Johnny be good um, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know that new medieval sound you've been looking for? <laughs> well, here it is. <laughs> we have any more thoughts on this? That's no, I am I am burnt out on this. I never <laughs> want to watch it again. We <laughs> contemplated watching a third episode and got to two and we're like, ah, I think we've seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. Well, I, I think just don't I want it. I think it ends on the highest possible note, and I don't want it to disappoint me after after you know Merlin shows up with cheerleaders. I don't know that you can yeah. top it. No, his that's already that's is, already the peak his last line is oh what was that cheer you had you know you mean the one word knights <laughs> how did that cheer go how did that monosyllabic cheer go was it knights yeah it was yeah so I mean I guess. That's the show. That's the show we watched. It's it's just buck wild and crazy, and I'm the lady of the lake still. I don't I don't, I don't know what else to say. I think right? I've, I I think now I've become something, and I think I've become Arthur's butt armor. He's <laughs> shapely butt. He's shapely butt crest. If uh, <laughs> the the one sort of feminist redeeming quality is that he's the one with the with the boob armor. For <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true. And boy, is it shapely. Uh, Andy, there's something me and Austin want to talk to you about, bud. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah. is, uh-oh is right, because I feel that we have really been giving you way too much wiggle room on, on your anime demerits. To the point now where you're just yeah, taking we... over our channel to post anime shit. Yeah, we let you out of the cage, let you out of the cage. Uh, <laughs> on an honor system. <laughs> Uh, which was a mistake on our part, I think. And uh, we got pretty lenient. <laughs> we, uh, and we were regretting that choice immensely because this was unacceptable. Yeah, I'm you sorry, made a post about, I'm sorry, you... I read this correctly, about Fruits Basket. I You made a post I'm, about Fruits Basket on our public I'm, channel. I'm going to go ahead about and About an anime that's coming this. out. It's not a new one. It's, a, it's, I mean, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about this and I didn't this make is... that post. Um <laughs> Go back to your dungeon, you horrible criminal goblin. You horrible anime <laughs> yeah. goblin. You can to lock him up. Get back in your dog crate, you villain. And well, and, and Rory, what, what's an appropriate punishment here? I mean, what kind of demerits can we give him? I feel like... Well, you, what, what's going to actually stick with this lunatic? I don't know. I feel this, like maybe maybe it's got to be like a, a 99 repeating. <laughs> what? That's right? like... Is that just infinite demerits? That's infinite demerits until we lift it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, neither of you are getting swords from me. That is that is just not happening. You're both you out of my thick. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting any fruits in your basket. I fucking hate you guys. Yeah, all right. I, mm, go back. Go back go into back, your go return. In. Return to your prison. <laughs> 
What about King Arthur? Do we have other thoughts on this show that isn't free? No, that's basket? it. Fuck that no, show. No, that's it. Fuck that show. And simultaneously, <laughs> fuck you and your anime. Man- <laughs> and we're going home now. So if you want to talk to home, us. We're you- going to high five and like <laughs> high- a keg stand. <laughs> you can try to reach us on our on our uh, social media platforms if they're not too compromised by filthy anime content. <laughs> can I you call can find you us on or Facebook. beep you? If oh, I want to reach you, God, just you're the why when when I <laughs> when I we've been so kind to you and we gave you so many chances. It's not anime. It wasn't an anime reference. Don't you talk about beeping me? Don't you do it? <laughs> don't even. Nights, don't even nights, think about nights, it, Mister. Nights, nights, nights. nights. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't try to bring us back with a fun chant. <laughs> you're in trouble, Mister. <laughs> And next week, oh. uh, next week, the thing we're going to watch is not anime. That's true. But I don't know and what it is. We don't know what it is yet, but it's not anime. And the answer <laughs> is we're, why. We're, <laughs> we're dealing with a very small backlog. And, and by backlog, I mean uh, non-existent backlog. So we're kind of we're kind of flying tell by the seat of our pants. Is made, Andy. Look, <laughs> I can't do anything right today. I can't do anything right. Fruits Basket is a crime. And I don't know what we're doing next week. So... You know, be surprised. But we're doing posts you're now just, every Saturday morning. You're just taking, you're just taking the food bowl that we gave you and dumping it on the floor, and <laughs> just looking up at you, mad, <laughs> daring you to do something about it. What are you gonna take me to the pound? You bought me. You love me. Uh, yeah. So see you next week. Uh, we're doing posts on Saturday mornings now, so that you guys can have some Saturday morning cartoons to watch. If you're the kind of crazy person who wants to watch along with us, so uh, apparently more t- than we thought. So yeah, more uh, than we more than we thought. Uh, so stay tuned for for Saturday. We'll announce what we're doing in our next arc. And nights, 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 nights. Hey, buddies and buds and <laughs> pals and amigos and champs and friends and everybody else. Uh, we love you all. And thanks for listening to our episode of King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a bad show, but we watched <laughs> it. We got over it. We had a special. And we've mourned. We've mourned the death of the the selfie were before having seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we can praise the great strides in representation that has happened uh, since this show has come along. <laughs> quality of writing. Right. So you can, uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to be a part of like, you know, the, the very fun, the very fun theme songs we sometimes share over on Twitter. You can follow us for, we'll be, an- we'll announce Friday or Saturday when we when to watch which what shows we're gonna watch so you can join us and fall in watch the shows with us and be friends who watch the shows with us <laughs> be friends with us <laughs> um also very importantly take your little dingling drag it through the sand and then go uh, uh, <laughs> and then go and then go to itunes and, t- and leave us five stars and a review those and seem unrelated <laughs> they seem unrelated at first but it's gonna be easier to give us five stars after you <laughs> After you've experienced a zero stars. 
<laughs> I give dragging my tingling none out of five. <laughs> However, this show, five out of five, did not hurt my tingling at all. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, so, you know, thanks, and uh, we'll see you next week.